Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we have added question box to hear our community's thoughts on our episodes, polls to ask questions on what they think, and so much more. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Bienvenidos a Soy Venetoso Macabro Podcast. Yo soy Di. Y yo soy Ali. Y Ali hoy los llevará a Cuautla, Morelos. Este año se han reportado alrededor de 64 feminicidios en el estado de Morelos. Los números de feminicidios en México siguen incrementando. Kimberly es una de las recientes víctimas que sufrió y fue asesinada de una forma tan violenta y tan cruel. Este es el feminicidio de Kimberly Melissa Díaz Ortiz. Advertencia, la información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tengan cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning, the information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape and violence. Listen with caution. Kimberly era una muchacha de 14 años que vivía con sus tíos ya que estaba pasando por problemas familiares y sus padres estaban divorciados. En unos reportajes se dijo que Kimberly había desaparecido el 24 de junio, que sería un viernes. Al parecer su familia no sabía de ella desde ese día. Ella había sido reportada como desaparecida en las redes sociales, donde su familia puso una foto de ella, pidiéndole a la comunidad que los contactaran si tenían algún tipo de información. Ella fue vista por última vez con ropa negra y con unos Converse rojos. I am not sure why, but la familia no levantó una denuncia formal. Okay. 
Yeah, like, they just put her picture up in like Facebook. Like as a oh, if you see her, like like let us know. But didn't yeah. like go to put like a missing person report. Is that what you mean? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know why they haven't shared that information. I don't know if it's because you know how sometimes they send oh um no podemos hacer un reporte hasta because que pasen like forty hours or something. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't that's know weird. if that's the reason for it, um, but that's what they said that nunca no hicieron una denuncia formal. Okay. En otros reportajes se dice que Kimberly llegó al hotel La Muga que está en la colonia Miguel Hidalgo el 25 de junio. Okay. Basado en la investigación que se hizo, un hombre llegó al hotel La Muga para rentar un cuarto el 24 de junio. Okay. Supposedly, él había rentado apartado el cuarto para un día, pero al parecer, este mismo hombre pagó un día más el 25 de junio. Therefore, his checkout sería para el domingo 26 de junio a las 2 p.m. Ok, ya. Yeah. Llega el día 26 de junio, que sería el domingo, y, y los trabajadores se dan cuenta que, que las llaves del cuarto no se habían entregado. Ah, entonces van al cuarto número 9 y tocan, pero nadie abre. Me imagino que pensaron que ya se había ido, without checking out, so they go in. They were not expecting what they saw once they opened that door. Encontraron el cuerpo de una mujer envuelto en la cobija. Traía puesto unos shorts negros y una camisa negra y estaba llena de sangre. Oh, wow. Ellos llaman a las autoridades y al llegar se dan cuenta que era Kimberly. Kimberly sufrió una hemorragia ya que había recibido 30 apuñaladas en su tórax y estómago. He was stabbed 30 times. Horrible. Kimberly sufrió y murió lentamente desangrada. Se dice también que el cuerpo de Kimberly demostró signos de violencia y posible agresión sexual. She was 14. She was a baby. And she went through all of this. That's insane. Yeah. 30 times she was stabbed. Can't imagine how much blood they found in that room. It only, like, I can't picture it at all. I mean, Mm -mm. and then to just, like, literally bleed out to death. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I can never wrap my head around how a person could do such a thing in general like to a human but mm-hmm. to a child she's and, a child and exactly then, and then to, to add on to this it's it's he sexually abused of her as well so it's not like she yeah. just he just stabbed her he like sexually abused of her as well it's it's, it's she's a kid she's a child it, it, yeah I can't yeah, sufrió porque tenía golpes. I'm, I'm imagining cuando dicen signos de violencia es porque tenía golpes a lo mejor en su cuerpo. Yeah. 
Ahora la pregunta es, exactly how you said it. ¿Quién pudo ser capaz de hacerle tanto daño a una niña? Yeah. Gracias a cámaras de seguridad that were actually working. Thank God. Pudieron, I know, pudieron identificar al responsable. Al principio se dijo que Kimberly había conocido a Jorge Alberto de 23 años through Facebook. Oh, fuck. 23 years old. She was 14. So eight years older than her, right? Or She was, it's nine. Nine. Holy shit. Pero fuck. esa información fue descartada. Ya que al parecer, Kimberly y Alberto, I'll call him Alberto porque su papá también se llama Jorge. So we'll okay. call him Alberto by his second name. Yeah, to like kind of so, clarify, like kind of have things. In, who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, because yeah, Jorge, the dad is going to come in later. Oh, crap. Okay. I know. Yeah. So al parecer, Kimberly y Alberto llevaban dos meses de novios. Of course. Yeah. I mean... If you ever think about it, like, as a kid, like, I, I don't know, when you were a kid, well, not a kid, but when you were in high school, because right now, like, that would be, like, a high teenager. school age. Yeah. Um, did you ever encounter people that were other girls in your age that were in relationship with somebody way older? I don't remember. No? I don't, I don't think so. At least, like, when I was growing up, I do, do remember that a lot of girls were dating way older than like the guys that were in our school like if we were like 15 16 they were dating 20 year old guys and like to me it was always like well, what what would you have in common with somebody older than you exactly and it, it was just like uh, the way like now I, i find it more weird because it's a child with an more older disgusting man. now when yeah. you think about it yeah. yeah but back then it was like I would always wonder, like, what's with this, like, person that's interested in, in, in a kid, a teenager? What would we have in common? We have nothing in common. Um, pero, you know, la, a veces cuando eres esa edad, te puedes enamorar tan fácilmente de alguien nomás por que te hablen bonito, como dice mamá. So, yeah, anyways, that was my, that, that just kind of clicked in right now when you described that there, the age gap that they had. Yeah. It's just, it's gross when you think about it on the side of the adult. Yeah. Why are they doing this? There's other people their age, but they go for a younger. Yeah. For a child. Exactly. Kimberly y Alberto se habían conocido por parte de la hermanastra de Kimberly. Okay. Que se llama Dania. No dicen la edad de Dania. Pero al momento que esto estaba siendo televisado, a Dania la estaban tratando de localizar para hacerle preguntas sobre la relación, sobre Alberto, pero no la encontraban. That's weird. And up to now, um, they really haven't mentioned like anything her. regarding Dania. Yeah. Okay. Las cámaras de seguridad captan cuando en un chara rojo llegan Kimberly... Alberto y el padre de Alberto, que se llama Jorge, de 51 años, al hotel. Apparently, Jorge, el papá, iba manejando 
y deja a su hijo y a Kimberly en el hotel. Hay un video en las redes. I only found it with one um, news report. It was just one. Hay un video de el grupo Reforma donde se ve un carro rojo estacionado y se pueden ver dos hombres que dicen que era Alberto y Jorge. Y luego una persona más baja de estatura que dicen ser que es Kimberly. Okay. Se ve cuando uno de los hombres, que sería Alberto, entra al cuarto con Kimberly y Jorge, iba manejando, se va del lugar. Ok. Este video contradice lo que unos reportajes dijeron al principio, que, que Kimberly había llegado al hotel el 25, ya que la imagen fue captada el 24 de junio, que sería el viernes en la tarde. Ok. En este mismo video, se ve cuando en la madrugada del 26 de junio, que sería el domingo, sale Alberto del cuarto solo. So he leaves the facility by himself. Okay. Apparently, esto no se ve en ese video de Grupo Reforma, pero Jorge, el papá, es el que recoge a su hijo del hotel esa madrugada y lo ayuda a escaparse en, con rumbo a Michoacán. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's intense. My question is, what kind of father lets his 23-year-old son be dating a 14-year-old or have a relationship with a 14-year-old to the point where he drops them off to the hotel? Yeah. The fact that he he had he took his son and his girlfriend, who clearly is underage, to a hotel. I mean, it only seems, I guess, knowledgeable to understand as a parent's point of view what they're gonna do in that hotel. Exactly. You're not dumb. Yeah. And the fact that it took basically what is it like a two days or a day and a half? Based on this video, it's yeah. um two days. Yeah. Yeah. Less than two. And you automatically pick him up and lo ayudas a escapar. It shows the fact that that he had no remorse for the victim in this situation. Mm -hmm. The only thought about it was the selfish thought of saving his child and driving yeah. him away. Mm -hmm. It's like that 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 you know the the fourteen year old. It's it's somebody's daughter as well, you know. It's somebody's yeah. kid. It's somebody's granddaughter. It's somebody's niece. It's somebody. And you're selfishly thinking, I'm going to take my son to basically get laid. And now that he's in trouble, I'm going to help him escape. It's like, take a little bit of responsibility and report the authorities. Your son is clearly taking advantage of a child because it's a child. Mm -hmm. And now that your son did something horrible to this child... You decide it's okay to take him away from that situation and and escape with him. Yeah, there's I no hundred percent agree with you. There's no consequence. It's, like you have some fault in it too, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's la dejan ahí sola. They just leave her there. You know, it's I'm gonna send you a picture of her so you can see. Because 
you know how there's some teenagers who look older, mm -hmm. right? Who dicen, oh, tienen 15 años y a veces parecen de 18. Yeah. Right? They just look older. older. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to send you her picture because when I saw her picture, to me, she looks young. Like, you cannot yeah. fool anyone. Like, this dad knew that this girl was young. young yeah. Yeah. I'm going to send you the picture right now so you can see it. Okay. Um, so you can see what um, what I saw when I saw her picture. Oh, my God. She's a baby. She looks young, doesn't she? she? Like, I see her and she looks exactly like how my cousins looked at that age. Like, where they still have the baby face, like mm -hmm. the the shy smile. Like, they look young. They don't look, you know. No parece, like older, right? Because no. you know how there's, a and, oh, I thought she was older, you know, because she looks older. Yeah. She, she does not look older. She, looks, she doesn't. She looks young. She can, yeah. and I'm sure she's like tiny, like height wise. So I'm assuming she, she looks young she she's not even if anything she probably just had started like started to you know go through the changes and stuff like she does not look like a, a like a not a woman because she's still like a, a young child, adult but a young adult she doesn't look like yeah. it mm -mm. Oh y en el video si se mira like la diferencia de estatura yeah yeah because i i, I can only assume she's not that tall she still hasn't even hit her growth spurt, apparently, because, you know, they're she's young. I can't, I, I guess, like, what I'm trying to say is that, like, she, she's 14, and he's, what, 20, 23. Three. It, yeah. It's, like, almost, almost 10 years of a difference. It's frustrating, right? It's, it's un enojo que you can't understand what... Alberto what what was going on in his mind and well, as, nothing apparently was going on exactly and as a parent like you should have some sort of like no like conscience like some sort of thing in your head should like be like hey this is not right mm -hmm. as a parent yeah well as a as a good parent yes right like yes. somebody would see this and be like no like son esto no está bien yeah but to me it's he's no he he was wrong yeah completely as a parent it's like he wasn't thinking straight like you can't be that dumb and be like this is okay yeah and yeah it's just looking at her face, just that innocence and like la inocencia en su mirada. Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking to to see her photo and understand that. Mm -hmm. Like what happened to she, her? Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm I mean it, it's it's heartbreaking because she she didn't deserve this, you know. Mm -mm. She was probably being, you know, she was falling in love with this man because he's a man. And she was doing what she thought was best, and then she ended up dying because because she didn't think about the consequences the way that she she wanted to, you know, think about it. If that makes sense. Desafortunadamente, confió en la persona equivocada. 
Yeah. De acuerdo con el reportaje La Silla Rota, las autoridades plantaron la hipótesis que Kimberly se iba a ir con Alberto. I'm thinking like to run away. Ya que encontraron su mochila con objetos de higiene personal y otras pertenencias en el cuarto. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so they're probably thinking que Alberto le dijo que se le iba a llevar or que let's go away together. Um, that's what they're thinking. Okay. As the investiga investigation is... Um, it continues? Yeah, as it was, it was going. Jorge Alberto y Jorge fueron capturados en Michoacán y trasladados a Morelos donde están encarcelados y esperando su sentencia. That's great. I know. Se tiene que hacer justicia. Kimberly, like you said, no merecía morir así. Jorge Alberto está detenido como el presunto responsable del homicidio y su padre por cómplice. Like you said, for not turning him in or dropping him off in a hotel with a 14-year-old and for trying to cover a murder and helping his son escape. Exactly. And, 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 he's, mm -hmm. I know, and I hope, I, you know how the system works where the complex usually doesn't get that much time, which is frustrating because it still yeah. doesn't provide enough justice for the fact that he was part of it too. He had a lot of fault in it too. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if... You know, we haven't gotten much information on these two individuals, but for your son to think it's okay to date a 14-year-old, it just shows, like, there's no, no tienen, like, there's no, how can I say this? Like, it just shows the type of parent that raised them. Yeah. And then for this parent to be like, hey, that's okay, and I'm going to cover up a murder. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah. El fiscal general del estado de Morelos, Uriel Carmona Gándara, comentó que ojalá se les dé una sentencia de 70 años. The least. That's like the least they can do. I mean, life would be ideal, but since the life sentence doesn't exist in, in Mexico, we just hope that they don't get out early. Yeah. El diario de Morelos reportó que entre el año 2000 y el año 2022, so in 22 years, han sucedido 1,260 feminicidios. Holy shit. In 22 years. Oh my God. And this number is going to, unfortunately, no matter how we want this to stop, how badly we want this. These numbers just keep going up every day. It truly is. And it's terrifying because every single time that you look, at least like for us who are very involved in, and, in, in, you know, have follow the accounts that are, are solely based on like uh, women's rights and, and feminist like activists and stuff like that. We see constant updates every single day every of, day of yeah. women that have been murdered and women that have been killed and women that have been 
um, that have been gone missing and, and all these tragic cases daily. It's yeah. not even like a weeks or anything. It's daily. It's terrifying to know that that some people don't even understand how critical this is and how often these murders happen, not only in Mexico, but like in the U.S. and in Latin Everywhere. America and mm-hmm. all around the world. Like women are are the main target for ma- many of these um, crimes. And it's because, sadly, the the government doesn't pay enough attention to to these crimes and and how to properly sentence or or I guess in any way have these people pay for what they did and have some sort of protection um, for women and and. Uh, trans women as well and and people in the quote-unquote minority aspect of of society um it's insane it's completely insane and it's not going to change until the government puts some sort of pressure and and properly give these women a voice that they can't have because men and and other like we've seen in many of these cases these couple of weeks is men family members other women other women, sons yeah. mm-hmm. families sisters all of these people. daughters yeah it, it can be anyone at this point it yeah. doesn't only have to be a stranger it yeah. can be anyone killing yeah it could doesn't it doesn't remember yeah. like last week yeah it doesn't have doesn't have gender it doesn't have exclusivity to a stranger it could be your own partner your own family it could be your neighbor. It could be a stranger. Like it could be anybody, and they're not properly accused because the government doesn't pay enough attention to these crimes. Y luego los crímenes they're getting worse. Yeah. Right. Like how they're being committed. Yeah. It's it's so scary. Like last week when you you covered like the story, que quemaron a alguien viva. It's these this is not that's not the first case like there's so many others that are coming out que están pasando en México en las últimas semanas donde a mujeres las están quemando vivas and that's the most scariest part because when I, I was know. when I was um doing research on uh, Margarita's case I found another case that happened uh I think like a week prior and it was the same thing where a woman was getting you know, engulfed in flames. And it, it became such a popular topic in Mexico, um, specifically, that there was even a TikTok that came out that showed women how to protect themselves if they do get drenched in gasoline. So imagine, it's something that nobody should really be thinking about when it comes to protection or protecting themselves, that there's a possibility that somebody will throw gasoline at them and set them on fire. But now it's one of those things that people, or at least women in this case, have to look at and see that 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 they have to protect themselves from from this other danger of getting yeah. killed in a different way, in a more torturous way, um, like to be set on fire. So it's it's really mind-boggling how something like this is is sadly becoming a new norm, and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't. 
Este fue el feminicidio de Kimberly Melissa Díaz Ortiz. Eh, se fueron a, a esconder al estado de Michoacán. Tuvimos un, un trabajo muy importante de coordinación con la Fiscalía de Michoacán y los alcanzamos allá, los ubicamos, fueron detenidos. Ahorita están ya presentados ante las autoridades judiciales en, en Morelos y bueno, esperamos eventualmente lograr una, una sentencia condenatoria porque pues esto no puede no lo podemos permitir y en Morelos vamos sobre los feminicidas con todo lo que tiene la fuerza del Estado. Y este fue el caso de esta semana. Um, queremos saber más de, de qué opinan del caso, de los casos que hemos hablado estas últimas semanas. Pueden eh, dejar los comentarios en nuestro Instagram o en nuestro Facebook o mandándonos un tweet um, a, a, en nuestras redes sociales y vamos a hablar con ustedes, vamos a hablar de los casos, de qué pasa, de, you know, resources that you, you can find, um, anything really. Um, we're available online if you want to talk about it. Um, we're really interested into what you guys have to say about these uh, last few cases, especially um, because these last few cases are a little bit more recent in the last couple of years, and especially this one and the one that I did last week, which have been a couple of months, uh, weeks away. We want to hear what you guys have to say about them. Um, and yeah, let us know. You could find us on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, TikTok as at SVSM underscore podcast. And you could find us on Facebook as So Violento So Macabro Podcast. Um, and yeah, you could find us on, on there. You could also find us our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and um, Google Podcasts, and as well as Anchor FM. Just type in So Violento So Macabro Podcast or SVSM underscore podcast, and um, they'll pop up right there. Um, we also want to give a thank you to uh, I think the podcast is called Nightmare on Fifth uh, for giving us yeah. a really sweet shout out and um, and being so sweet and, and saying really nice things about the podcast. It, it really means a lot to us, especially because we are so new at this and we are still trying to find our own little space in this uh, podcast realm. And uh, it, it means a lot to us that uh, that other podcasters are um, are are saying these really nice things about us. Um, and to Kiss Spooky Podcast, thanks for the shout out for your last week's episode. Ooh. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And um, you, you guys know we love you guys a lot, and uh, it means a lot sending to us. Sending you ev sending you both a big hug. Yes. And we we just appreciate all like all the support from uh, these two from these two podcasts we viendo cuando escuchamos like a shout out o viendo que ponen like a tweet or like a comment it just makes us feel really good yeah. and it just motivates us to continue doing what we're doing you know, because we do try our best to talk about the cases that don't get that much media And we want to continue bringing awareness to these cases. So please continue recommending us to your friends and family by reposting like our stories or our posts. And, you know, let's continue just speaking about these victims and make sure that they're not forgotten and that they get justice. Exactly. Um, we just want to say thank you for sharing with us your thoughts and your um, information. Anything that you guys want, tag us in. We will share you guys, give you the extra love for listening listening to us. And um, we really appreciate it uh, a lot. Um, I know that 
it's been a, a quick challenge for us to to keep posting as constantly as we do but we try our best we try our best yes <laughs> yes we try our best and continue you know recommending i know there's some stories that we have been asked to cover and we we just haven't had a chance yet but we will keep recommending and again we we just want to continue just bringing awareness because muchas de estas historias no son tan habladas aquí en los Estados Unidos. Exactly. And we just want to continue doing as much as we can on our side. Exactly. To just bring awareness. Yeah, completely agree. I mean, most of these cases that we've covered within the last couple of weeks um, haven't been heard in the U.S. And, um, and definitely it opens up um, the conversation to people in the U.S. to um, see that most of these cases... Um, are are affecting female women well women in general in 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 different parts of the world and and how we still have a voice and we should talk about it and and um not help each other out not let you know other people quiet down the the real matter of of of, uh these women and their sad stories and and um the feminicidias and um i mean the feminicidios and the um the hard work that a lot of these uh, organizations are doing in order to stop these from happening or at least yeah. slow down the rate at which they're occurring. Um, because hopefully we wish that it'll stop someday. But until mm-hmm. then, the only thing we can do is, is stand up for those that, uh, that sadly don't have the voice anymore. Um, no nos van a callar. Exactly. Ni una más y ni una menos. Um, todos queremos justicia. Um, and with that... Um, we just want to say thank you for listening and uh, we hope to hear from you guys soon and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week bye bye stay spooky